You're listening to this week's penultimate episode of Story Explorers with me, Ben Shires. Today, we're going to give our authors, Chris Smith and Greg James, the toughest challenge of the week, the Story Starter Challenge. Now, for this dastardly round, our story explorers have come up with the first line or the very beginning of a story, and we're going to challenge Greg and Chris to finish them. But we're not giving them all day. Oh, no. I'm going to be timing them, so they'll only have 30 seconds. So, without further ado, let's get stuck into it. Give them your worst, gang. My name is Asan. Um, the beginning to my story would be, it all happened at the strike of midnight. Oh, uh, it, it all happened at the strike of midnight, where the entire town was turned into jelly. And in order to, uh, to take back the control of the town, all the townsfolk had to grab the nearest spoon and eat themselves out of this terrible uh, catastrophe. And once the jelly was all completed, the town was returned to its original non-jelly state. Stop! Oh, in 26.6 seconds, Greg James has finished the story. Asan, is that where you thought this was going to go, a town made to jelly? Kind of. <laughs> kind of, yeah. I mean, it would be amazing if that's exactly what he thought of. But, it uh, would. Yeah. That'd be quite the coincidence. That would be. We'd have to write together forever if that was, if that was the case. But yeah, that was the, that was the case of, the, uh, of Jelly Town. My name is Usman and my introduction is Dark, Gloomy, Haunted. He reluctantly went in. Dark, gloomy and haunted, but reluctantly he went in. He was a rabbit and he was going into a dark, gloomy, haunted greengrocer's. He could not see what fruit and vegetables were on offer, but he really, really wanted to get some carrots. He felt around with his tiny paws. Yes, I think that's carrots, he said. But when he got back out into the daylight, no! It was the biggest tragedy ever. He'd grabbed some small bananas instead. No! And rabbits don't even like bananas. Stop! Not all stories have a happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, do you know what? That was that was nudging 32 seconds, Chris, but I think we all wanted to see what was going to happen with those totally bananas, yeah. didn't we? Yeah, yeah. You can't cut that off before it's before it's prime. I was I was banking on it being parsnips because that's the worst thing, isn't it? When you try it, you think it's a you think it's a carrot covered in gravy and it's a parsnip and you go, oh, oh I love God. a parsnip. Ooh, Ooh no. parsnips are nice. My name is Jiad and um my intro is surprise. Huge surprise. Greg James finally found Chris Smith. Ha! Surprise! Surprise! Greg James finally found Chris Smith. He was in an old barn just off the A40, and I opened the door, and inside there was some Irish music. And as I opened the door, the smoke cleared, and Chris was there line dancing with three penguins. How did you get the penguins? I said. I stole them from London Zoo, replied Chris. And I said, but we better take them back but not before we've line danced together and we line danced until the morning together in the barn. In 28 seconds, Greg James has created a penguin line dance party in a barn off... Where was it, Greg? The M40? Uh, it's off the, off the A40. The A40, yeah. so, sorry. An A road, to be exact. Greg, yeah, that, it's, a, it's a more secluded. The barns along the A40 are more secluded. Well, if you're going to steal penguins from London Zoo, you don't want to be found out so quick. 
Um, you don't want to be putting them in a barn on the side of a motorway, you know, it's, uh, it's an ob too obvious a hiding place. But also I think the A40 sort of, you could probably swoop in to London Zoo straight out the top of North London and you could, you're, you'll be out of there. You could be in, you know, Oxford before you knew it if you wanted to. Very clever. Greg has thought that through in all of 28 seconds. Jihad, uh, did you think it was going to involve Irish music, line dancing penguins? No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I did, actually. Line dancing penguins? What is going on in these fellas' heads? Let's see how they found that tricky task. It was quite pressurised, actually. It was, um, it was quite stressful because you want to make sure that you do, do the story justice, don't you, Chris? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, that, that's pretty much what we do for a job, but we normally have a bit more time than that to, uh, to kind of get the story finished. Having said that, I think we've got our next kind of five or six books pretty much mapped out, haven't we? <laughs> so that's handy. Thanks, guys. Don't forget to join us tomorrow for our final episode with Greg James and Chris Smith where they'll be reading us a hilarious excerpt from Kid Normal, and Greg even does all the voices. Plus, they'll be sharing a final few top author tips. Catch you then. I'm James Stewart, and in Saving Planet Earth, I'm going to be joined by some of the world's top scientists to introduce you to some of the weird and wonderful ideas being trialled to try and save our planet. Led, of course, by your questions. Hi James, I know that climate change is affecting our oceans. Is there anything that's being done to look after it? And one of the solutions involves dolphin poo. <laughs> this is Saving Planet Earth. Available wherever you get your podcasts.